0: welcome to episode 55 of the night gary podcast my name's chris brown today we're going to be talking about quoth the raven it's the third and final story from episode 12 season 2 written by jack laird directed by jeff Corey, and it's a short one it's only one minute and 48 seconds long from the pen of edgar Allan poe of more or less quoth the raven So, it's Edgar Allan Poe, and he's sitting in his desk, and it's dark. Some will call it midnight, maybe. No doubt, it's a bit dreary. And he's, he's sitting there, and he's writing about a bird. A raven, in fact, that seems to be uh, roosting above his chamber door. Uh, it occasionally, distracts him from what he's trying to do, which is write this poem. And he's struggling, he's struggling, he's got writer's block. While I pondered weak and, and he repeats the phrase While I pondered weak And finally The bird has had enough And squawks them weary In a mocking tone Weary dummy, it's weary And eh uh, Finally Spurns Mr Poe Into action right. On a midnight prairie while I pondered weekend, uh, weekend, uh, while I pondered weekend, while I pondered weekend. Weary, weary, dummy, weary. Can't you get anything right? Weak and weary. This is uh, another story from Jack Laird. Basically, paying homage to his heroes um, but possibly not in a way that the, the, his, his literary heroes would have preferred um, the the first thing I'd say about this story is it is obviously ludicrously rushed <coughs> which is a shame because we've got Marty Allen playing Edgar Allan Poe The voice of the Raven is an uncredited performance by Mel Blanc, who obviously did the voice for the the Looney Tunes, uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Alma Fudd. Those kind of people. Um, I mean, it's so rushed, in fact, that Edgar Allan Poe isn't even able to spell his own name properly. Put adding a... Well, the Alan in it is uh, written with an E rather than an A. Um, You could say possibly that's an illusion, the fact that it's Marty Allen playing it, but uh, my opinion is probably the fact that because it, they redirected it in two hours, that the more likely that it's just a bit of an error. I mean, the, Jeff Corey says, in fact, it's quoted for this quote from um, the After Hours Night like Gary book. That one was embarrassing. They threw the script at me. I finished shooting a three-day thing that they urged me to finish early. So we may have wrapped that day at four o'clock. I think I had two and a half hours to shoot Raven. I didn't think it was the least bit funny. It was really painful to do. I think that's probably fair, in truth. It is a, a shame. An absolute shame. Um... Because, I mean, the rest of the story, the rest of the episode is so so brilliant. Camera obscura, fantastic. And then, obviously, cool air as well. A great, shocking tale. So, there's some great stuff in in, in the episode, and it kind of finishes a little flat in this kind of not very amusing sketch. But, anyway, that's a shame. But there is a little bit of something interesting in it as well. Jack Laird, intentionally or unintentionally, actually makes a slight cameo in this as uh, Tom Wright's uh, introductory painting that we see is actually a rather leering and grim looking version of Jack Laird before we enter into our story Once upon a midnight rearing I pardon. So, that's it. Uh, we're keeping this very short today, but um, you know it's a short story, and I, I don't like to overrun, particularly too much when it's these kind of things that are just so throwaway. I mean, there's only a couple of points you can make really about it. Um, you know, you can't really expect Mark Allen to do much else with the material, considering how how flimsy the material actually is. If you want to get hold of us, you can do. Uh, the easiest way is through email chris at com. you can go to our website www.twilightzonenetwork.com uh, there's our links to our Facebook and our Twitter page you can also leave comments to any of the articles there's also a new run that we're doing of historical pieces of uh, things that were happening in the US at the time that we feel um, influenced the, the stories of Night Gallery those stories are uh, written by Martin Sloan and if uh, if they 're not on the front page, if you click, look on the right they 're under the name "Walk and Distance," which I think is a, obviously a Twilight of Twilight's an allusion to the, uh, the idea of looking back at the past to learn a bit more. Uh, so they 're really good, they 're just like nice little touches about how they are you know, how the history and the events of what of, 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 uh, was happening at the time influenced Serling with some of his writing. If you want to get hold of me personally, you can do. at at orange underscore monkey. I always say hello if you say hello to me. Um, uh, Next week, we are dealing with a... Well, it's a Christmas story, to be fair. Um, There's a touch of Christmas about it, anyway. Uh, The Messiah on Mott Street. um, Which is a great little tale. A lovely Rod Serling original story. Um, uh, Just really good, really good. Uh, It's a shame... I didn't get a chance to do it before, you know, around the Christmas period. But uh, even so, it's a really great tale to cover. So until next week, take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.